I mean, I'm not against AI in general. I use it all the time. It's mm -hmm. a great thing. I love it. Uh, it just cuts down on, on a bunch of boring things that I don't want to do. But that is not what we sell to our clients, to our agency clients. We sell them well-researched, human-written articles that are honestly impossible to write with AI. Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Hello, bad people. Welcome to our show. Hello, guys. Welcome. I don't care good, bad. I only care about value that you can get from this podcast. And it's very important today to learn more about writing, how you can cooperate with great writers, because it's not like to ask ChatGPT or any other AI tool to get quality. You need to have this human touch. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Gordana Sretotinovich. How are you? Good, good. That was actually a very good pronunciation of my name. Thank you. Uh, uh, people usually don't get it right. So. Uh, it's hard. I, I can practice is, 100 yeah. times and fail 100 times. Uh, <laughs> you know, Serbian names, they're not the easiest, I guess. Yeah, nice. Gortan, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, because I have new listeners who might not yeah. know you, but previous listeners know you well because you share a lot of valuable insights these valuable Thank bombs you. you lead me to an emergency room i usually spend time to think how <laughs> i can adapt all your insights so today looking forward to visit this room one more time you know to get new bombs so yeah remind yeah, about your background <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. I actually realized I'm wearing the same shirt I wore the first time you did uh. this, so I guess it's like a good uh, full circle moment. Uh, my name is Gordana. I'm a co-founder of a startup called Workello, uh, which is, uh, it was previously a writer hiring and testing platform, but now we expanded to all other roles. Basically any role that you can hire, you should probably test because as we know, um, pre-hire tests correlate better with post-hire performance than anything else you can have, uh, including interviews, CDs, previous experience, etc., etc. So the best thing you can do for yourself when you're hiring someone new, especially you know writers, content teams, editors, is to um, send them assessments, and that's pretty much what we do. Uh, and prior to Workello, I used to run a big content marketing agency called Content Distribution. Um, it's still live, it's still going strong. I'm just not a part of that anymore. I'm 100% on work yellow and helping you guys hire amazing content teams, basically. Awesome, awesome. Love it, love it. Um, I want to ask about finding the writer for seven days. You know, I, I usually sure. spend a lot more. I spend a lot more. It takes time to find great writers. Uh, I can hire ChatGPT for a few seconds, but <laughs> I can't get great content, you know? And uh, I think ChatGPT is replacing mediocre writers, medium level writers, uh, but uh, this tool is not ready to change great writers. Uh, and uh, what I found, it's important to have experience in specific niche. For example, if you ask me, to create uh, any text about accounting, about weight loss. I can't, I can't by using yeah, exactly. 
I get generic uh, content. I, I'm not sure about the quality. I can't estimate the quality. But if I use, uh, uh, if I'm creating any text about SEO, digital marketing, I can, you know, to create this quality because yeah. I have experience with that. Can you tell how to do it for seven days? Uh, because yeah. for me, it takes like a few months, you know, to find great writers. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. It, it does take, uh, you know, a lot of time. But the good thing about it is, you know, as the industry is changing, so is everything else, including uh, that includes our industry. So back in the day, you know, you had to probably go and, and post your job ads on multiple websites, maybe use Upwork or some other platform like that, and then spend a lot of time if you want to test people, spend a lot of time like, creating Google Docs, going back and forth with emails, and that just takes forever always. Uh, and you know, that's why it took, you know, it takes people three, four, five weeks, even two to three months to hire a good writer. But um, with automations, everything is much, much easier. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is going to sound maybe a little bit like a Workello ad. I promise it's not. But uh, basically, we've um, you know automated this whole process. So it's one click everything. You get your applicants from anywhere you want to hire them. So you are in full control there, which is something that I personally prefer because I like to hire writers in my native country in Serbia, uh, Eastern Europe in general. Uh, so I'm in full control where I post my job ads. That's like the easiest part, but the hard part comes with the testing. So um, whether you use Workello, which I do recommend, or another solution, um, it's not as good as, as mine, <laughs> but just make sure to automate the process. So um, the way we do it is, you know, you just click to send a test to someone and people generally need jobs in this job market. It's actually insane. It's not what it was a couple of years ago when you could like pick and choose what you want to do. Um, generally, people return their tests really, really fast, and it's all a numbers game. So you want to make sure to test as many writers as you can, so you can actually find that one who is going to be a rock star writer. Um, and just by automating the whole process, it can all happen in a week. Now, if you're looking for niche writers, uh, just scratch what I said about posting in Serbia. Don't listen to that. Uh, instead, go to communities. Um, you know, if you need someone to write about plumbing, go to plumber communities on Facebook, on Reddit, all the other places where plumbers hang out. I actually have no idea where, but I'm sure you have some idea if you are a plumber. Um, and find people there and then just reuse the entire process. Get as many, many candidates as you can, test, the ones that you think have potential and uh within a week you may have your writer so mm -hmm. yeah yeah very short short version <laughs> uh yeah i have a bunch of questions but i want to ask one question um it's important for me uh i want to know your resource of energy you know you're always energetic you know i, I see this <laughs> smiling i love it and oh, i think it's important to have this fun uh you know it helps to increase productivity. So tell your resources, <laughs> how you stay energetic <laughs> when you need to do a lot of things every single day. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank you so much. Uh, so, you know, if you're a founder or if you run any type of business, you know that your day just never ends. <laughs> and that's just something that uh, everyone knows that. It's, it's very hard, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but it really helps when you can travel and be in beautiful places like this. I'm in Greece right now, so, uh, you know, just 
just looking at the world around me, it's it's wonderful. I love the sea, so you know, it's it's kind of like I'm so grateful that I can do a job that allows me to do it from anywhere in the world. And if I can do it from anywhere, why not do it from a beautiful Greek island? Um, which also used to sound very unattainable to me when I, a few years ago when I was a freelancer, it sounded impossible, but um, apparently it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Love it, love it. Uh, let's talk about uh, searching uh, writers globally. You mentioned that mm -hmm. you like to find writers in Serbia. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can find great writers in Serbia, in Ukraine, in any other country. But yeah. I often uh, see when companies limit uh, searching by specific country. For example, in the US, when I cooperate with clients, they usually cooperate with mm -hmm. American writers. But uh, I can find great writers in India, in Ukraine, in Nigeria, in Canada, in Australia. I cooperate with them. And uh, I usually check if people can post on Forbes, Investopedia, great resources. Why I, I, I need to limit my possibilities to cooperate with great writers. So exactly. can you tell why it's important to go globally to find these people? Because we have expats, we have people who immigrate to countries where they want to live to enjoy their lives. So uh, exactly. tell me about that. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I suppose one of the reasons why uh, companies limit their hiring to US only is probably because of legal reasons, although I'm struggling to figure out what they are. Uh, the second thing is I think people just are not sure how to manage remote teams, which is fine. Uh, you know, this whole remote work is relatively new to most companies. Everyone was in office for the longest, longest time. So, um, you know, just putting your trust in someone who lives in a different country. I understand how that can be difficult if you are not used to, you know, living in like a very multicultural, I guess, community. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, one thing that I found from many, many years, you know, working in an agency as someone who hires writers, but also someone who was hired as a writer is that honestly, unless you're producing highly, highly cultural content, meaning um, local events or, or, or things like that. There's really no difference to me between native or American and non-native writers. Anyone can write about marketing. Anyone can write about gardening. Anyone can write about, I don't know, rental properties in Greece. You don't have to be Greek to do it. It would probably help because you know some tips and tricks and hacks, but it's not necessary. So, as you said, you know, you've found amazing writers all over the world, and that is fantastic. And I generally think that the world is going to continue to go that way, uh, especially for small businesses, because, you know, as a small business, it's very expensive to hire someone who, for example, lives in, I don't know, San Francisco or New York. God knows how, how much they have to make in a year to just be living comfortably, I guess, or, or surviving. Yeah. So as a small business, you probably don't have the budget for that type of person. So why wouldn't you hire someone who lives in a lower cost of living country who's going to do the exact same job, exact same quality, uh, but actually pay them, uh, you know, very well and keep them happy. And, you know, obviously they're going to be uh, loyal to you because you, you pay them on time, you pay them well, like who wants to leave a client who pays them on time and pays them well. Um, instead of, you know, underpaying someone in the US. Um, 
Yeah. Especially for writing kids. Um, uh, probably some jobs, I'm not sure what they would be, but probably something that has to do with legal stuff. I would, I don't know, I wouldn't hire someone from a different country because every legal system is different and, you know, all the law schools are different, but content, marketing, anyone can do that and it doesn't matter where they are. So, yeah. You know how Ukraine is like a, you know, a safe haven for like developers. It's very famous for for uh, all the devs there. I think the same for, you know, my part of Eastern Europe. It's going to be exactly that famous for writers and, and just content people, marketers in general. Yeah. I, so I, I mean, I like it. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. It's a illegal reason because uh, I can explain why. Uh, you yeah. can pay to all countries, but it's. Uh, you know, uh, it's more about uh, the average data. If we take the average data, uh, you can find better writers. Uh, I mean, like in the average in the US who know uh, mentality, culture. Uh, but uh, and if you search them in other countries, uh, in the average, uh, quality is less. So it's like to save time you now to search for great writers. So, uh, yeah, it makes sense, but yeah, but honestly, my experience wasn't really that. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm just one person, just one agency, um, but I do have other examples. You know, I worked with some native speakers from the U.S., and I mean, I uh, I couldn't tell the difference between their content yeah. and content for my writers from outside. Again, if it's not something very cultural that requires you to be uh, a member of that society, that mm -hmm. you know is of that culture i mean yeah. who cares where you're from you know you're not you're not writing about local events you're writing about global things uh that are true anywhere you go in the world mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm a huge fan of of just this remote thing and uh, i mean i work for an american company <laughs> i am an american company now i'm i've never been to america um so isn't that great? I mean, yeah, I, I like I like how you highlight this word surviving. You know, if you write in New York or I don't know uh, LA, yeah, yeah, you can survive. <laughs> but uh, if, yeah. you're, if you're a great writer, it doesn't matter. I think Stephen King can live exactly. everywhere, so it, it depends. <laughs> so if you can exactly. write great text, it doesn't matter where you can live. And writing is a great place to uh, earn good money. It doesn't matter. You can live in uh, India and earn real good money but just yeah exactly write great text so and yeah I, I i cooperate with writers in nigeria and uh, they post content on forbes uh okay yeah. they outside us but uh spend all time to learn about american culture about yeah. investing trading and it doesn't matter they learn about american exactly. uh, culture and yeah they can create yeah. great text and it's so, and it's kind of global now, you know, we are all surrounded with just American cu culture in general. I mean, I grew up watching American TV. <laughs> I kind of have this yeah. kind of American-ish accent because of that. I mean, it's honestly just because of media. So we're all kind of all connected. I guess it's the globalization. I don't know what to call it. But um, anyway, if you are, you know, still iffy, like, should I do it? Should I not do it? You don't have to hire a foreigner. You can hire an expat that lives somewhere else. Um, you know, there are people in any country in the world, uh, there are just Americans living there and just chilling on the beach somewhere in Thailand. You know, if you if you really need a native writer, 
native speaker writer hire an expat and yeah. um, that's how you solve all the cultural issues because culturally they're still americans but you know you don't have to i guess uh go bankrupt <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I have a few friends in UK and uh, uh, they shared that their kids speak with American pronunciation because of YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> they watch YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's YouTube. Yeah. It's so, YouTube. It's all, the, it's all the sitcoms and everything. You can't escape it. I mean, even yeah. the Beatles sang with an American accent. So there you go. Yeah. If uh, Paul McCartney can do it, so can they. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask more about testing. You mentioned in the first part about testing. I think it's very important to mm -hmm. uh, find great writers because when I submit any request, I get like 100 replies and all yeah. of them can tell I'm great. Even to share portfolio, I can check portfolio looks great. But when you give the task, it's not the same. And it's hard today to yeah. check to test because even by using chat GPT, you need to uh, recognize its quality or not quality because I think writing is more related today to research, to know the topic where yeah. you can collect data, uh, combine all this data and create great text even by using AI because I personally use a lot AI to edit my text, but uh, I can't rely to AI to collect data. Uh, so exactly, yeah. tell about your methods of testing, how to recognize that writers are great. Yeah, so we use a very, I would say, simple method. Um, we ask, we have kind of a two-step process. Uh, the first step is just a, a regular short writing test. And we ask them to write between 200 and 400 words, depending on, on the topic on a certain you know keyword uh, that we give them uh, we also give them a few more instructions like put a couple of these internal links put one external link in just so we can see how they work with anchor text and, and things like that just more technical things but generally the only thing we care about in the initial test is to see whether the person can structure their article it's not an article it's 300 words but <laughs> if they can structure it well and kind of coherently um we check their their language knowledge obviously uh we check if they used ai or not because we don't want people to use ai and we check if they know how to do research because uh we have everyone do the same test uh i really have to stress that you want everyone to do the same test same 200 300 400 words no matter how much so you can compare them apples to apples right so you don't compare two different texts to one another and uh since the the test article that we give them is already something that we have written before um it's not live so no one can find it and kind of copy paste it but it's something that an amazing writer of ours has written before i know exactly how they did their research i know what sources they use, I know everything. And it's very easy for me to compare the, the writing test, the initial writing test with the sample that we have. And um, after that first writing test, if they pass, which most people honestly don't, uh, either because they use AI or because grammar is like really not that great, uh, or most commonly because I can tell that they didn't do research, uh, we move on to the second part of the testing process, which is a longer article that's a paid test obviously we don't send paid tests to everyone because we would go bankrupt in five minutes mm -hmm. <laughs> you know very well that you get you know a thousand candidates per 
job post and uh, it's just impossible. Mm -hmm. So that's why we do this initial one to, to kind of clear out, I guess, um, candidates that are not as great. Uh, then we send them a second test, which is a full article with a full brief and, uh, you know, full instructions on what to do. And this is only for people that we are very, very keen on hiring, but we just want to see what their first drafts look like. Uh, and that's it. That's the entire process. Uh, now, recently, I've only been kind of interested in hiring senior writers, which is why we have this uh, two-step process. But if you're just looking for a regular writer, you don't really care about like the technical things, I guess. Uh, you can get away with just one testing stage. It's completely fine. I've done it before. But it's really important to have everyone do the same text uh, for their test so that you can be fair when you're actually comparing them one to another. And mm -hmm. that's it. After that, we have the interview, which is very quick, maybe 10, 15 minutes just to get to know each other. And if they're a nice person, they're hired. And yeah, they start <laughs> creating content. You check personality as well. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. I mean, you want to work with nice people. You don't want to yeah, work with someone who's, who's mean. <laughs> 100%. I even mm, yeah. uh, cooperate with uh, uh, clients who are angry and now have these emotions. Uh, I can't, yeah. uh, it's okay. I can uh, leave this money, forget about them. <laughs> exactly, it's just not necessary. It's, uh, no one wants that stress, I mean. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, so, you yeah. mentioned about uh, you don't want copywriters to use AI. <clears throat> um, you know, I cooperate with great writers. We, we help our clients in investing, trading, niche. It's uh, very competitive. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Um, you know, it, it costs a lot of money to get the top 10 results, to get this organic reach. Yeah. Um, and um, our writers usually post a lot content in other publications like Forbes, mm -hmm. Bloomberg, uh, Investopedia. Um, and all of them, without any exception, use AI. All of them use AI. Uh, I'm not against AI because I use AI myself. As I mentioned, yeah. I collect data, write my bad copy terrible copy, <laughs> then we edit <laughs> with ChatGPT and we get great results. Today we have these AI detectors that can help analyze yeah. uh, it's AI written or not. But what if um, even if you uh, collect data yourself, uh, write great copy and edit with AI, AI detector can tell it's AI written, yeah. but it ranks well. Uh, I'm not sure if Google uh, cares a lot about that, if it's unique quality and uh, uh, it's AI written or not, we just edit. So uh, can you tell, explain more uh, if you're against, yeah. why? So, I mean, I'm not against AI in general. I use it all the time. It's mm -hmm. a great thing. I love it. Uh, it just cuts down on, on a bunch of boring things that I don't want to do. But that is not what we sell to our clients, to our agency clients. We sell them well-researched, human-written articles that are honestly impossible to write with AI. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how familiar you guys are, but our you know organization, we thrive on SOPs. We talk about them all the time. We're like kind of boring ourselves at this point with them. But... We have so many SOPs. We have so many rules that our content team needs to follow that it's just not viable for any AI to follow all of them. Uh, our briefs are, are extensive, very extensive, and it 
they make the writer's job easier, but AI kind of gets confused, <laughs> honestly, mm -hmm. yeah. with our briefs. And we collect so much information from our clients, from our agency clients, that um, it's just not publicly available information. And we all know, you know, ChatGPT works with just publicly available stuff that's been available for a long time. But if our client is, you know, disrupting the market with something new or, or just a new approach that wasn't done before, AI just doesn't have that information. So that's why we don't allow it and we don't use it for our client content. Uh, but I use it all the time for you know, all the different things. Like I don't like to format my SOPs. It's the most boring thing in the world. So I just dump, like you said, my very bad copy. I'm, I'm a horrible copywriter. Like, I'm a good writer, but my copy is so bad. So I just put it all in ChatGPT and say, can you please format this for me? And it, yeah. it does it. Uh, but if I'm selling something for a lot of money, I definitely want to control every single variable. And I just don't think that any AI tool is there yet. Um, for some types of content, sure, go crazy. But you know, if you're working with uh, with some niches that can cause people to lose a lot of money, <laughs> mm -hmm. I would rather hold everything in my hands and not rely on any tool on this earth. So that's the reason why. But I'm generally not against it. I just don't like it when when people use it kind of irresponsibly and they don't know how to prompt very well. So they end up with a bad looking article and then, you know, you try to submit that to me and I'm like, come on, like you could at least try yeah. it a little bit more. Um, so it was just best for us to say no AI. Uh, it's easiest that way, but who knows, maybe in the future we, you know, do something with it. I don't know. I really want to try a fully AI site. Um, mm -hmm. I'm kind of preparing that. So, Stay tuned next year for ourselves. Yeah. yeah, today it's not golden button. <laughs> now it's not like to click and get yeah. everything. And uh, yeah. once my brothers asked me to write the text about accounting, I failed. I, I couldn't do it. I tried, but yeah. it's not my niche. I don't know how to check exactly. the quality. So Exactly. I, I, you don't even know if it's true. Like, yeah. how do I know what to check if I have no idea what I'm talking about? So, um, yeah. I, I think experts can become great prompt experts uh, with AI. Sure. I so, agree. Yeah, and uh, uh, editors as well. So, um, and what do you think about the future? I mean, like, uh, okay, we have AI. It's only beginning of the journey. And uh, mm -hmm. I want to ask about even not about the future of AI because it's growing. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, many things will change, but. I want to ask about the future of blog content because uh, I remember mm -hmm. when I started our digital journey, we ignore blog content because that was simple to game the system. Google ranked our mm -hmm. e-commerce content with uh, other um, user intent. Yeah. Uh, today, we can't. Google can recognize content and it's better to create blog content and this content yeah. gets more traffic compared to other formats. Uh, I don't remember exactly the number. like. Plus fifty percent, fifty six percent are yes. coming to blog content. But yeah, what we can see today, chatbots can reply to the questions. Uh, Google is decreasing number of clicks because of feature snippers, other elements, and uh, I don't know what kind of future will be uh, to write articles today. Yes, it's working. It's great. 
But what do you think about the future? Uh, can we, if AI can steal our content, if Google can yeah. decrease the number of clicks to show more feature snippers, <laughs> what kind of future will be today? <laughs> So that's such a good question. And I am going to reference a video that I watched the other day. Um, it's had something to do with how a computer can never generate a truly random number. So even if you have like a supercomputer, there is a way, <clears throat> excuse me, there is a way to predict uh, what kind of random number it will generate because it just doesn't have the capability. So the way people generate random numbers is by either putting something on a tree and depending on how it swings and the winds, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, you know, it's scary what's happening with, with AI, with Google, and like, oh, you know, zero click uh, searches and things like that. But I don't think that any computer can have infinite knowledge um, and it can't have a personal experience. And if you think about it, um, mostly, like the most valuable blog posts are the ones that come from experts or that come from personal experiences. Uh, you know, I don't want to read about anything really from some random guy uh, who wrote it just because he was born and, and like, I'm going to write an article about, I don't know, how to grow this flower, for example. I want to read it from an expert. Um, same with the personal experience. If something is happening to me, I want to hear from other people how they went through the situation, how they solved the problem. That is something that AI can never give me, and it can't give that to any human on this planet. So um, I don't think blog content is going anywhere, honestly. Um, it's in no one's best interest for it to go away, because if you want to continue developing AI, you need to feed it more data. And how do you get more data? Um, at least in this world that we are in, this marketing world, than with blog posts. But people are not going to create blog posts if they are being punished for it. So you still have to give people some incentive to keep doing it. And, you know, with the most recent update, I see a lot of people complaining like, oh, you know, I had my website for 12 years and now it's, it's all gone. It's gone because you don't care about your user. You just care about yourself. Uh, and you just wrote that because you want to put your affiliate links in your blog post, but you never thought about your user's experience, what they are feeling coming to your blog and, and just seeing a bunch of random stuff, right? Um, so again, um, it all ties back. <laughs> uh, in order to keep developing the technology, we have to keep developing us and what we know. And the only way humans have done that for millions of years is with words and with stories. So I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. And in the future, who knows? We may be in some kind of alien dystopia and we don't even care about <laughs> Google. Don't know about that, but um, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, Same I, with you know, YouTube and TikTok contents. I don't want to watch AI tell me things. I want to watch you know you tell me about yeah. SEO or marketing or investing. Uh, because I would trust you more than some avatar that could tell me true things. But I don't know. Where did they get it from? Uh, I, I, th I think it takes time to change habits. You know, it's not like exactly, to yeah. replace with new technologies because uh, most people uh, need time to change these habits. Yeah. But about youngsters, for example, I asked my son to search on Google. And what he did, he searched on TikTok. You know? Yeah. 
yeah he doesn't need uh google <laughs> he needs tiktok you know, yeah misinformation so yeah uh, I, I but think it's also interesting because TikTok content is mostly generated by other people who mm -hmm. probably went to Google and Googled something and then just turned on their camera and say, hey, guys, today I'm going to talk to you about this, this and this. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like a full loop of, of search engines happening right now. Yeah, I, I love your thoughts. And I think whatever happens, we need to adapt. And it's part exactly, of yeah. our job because if Google exactly. will decrease all clicks, so we adapt to new channels, that's okay. Exactly. If AI will steal all traffic, uh, I mean like Forbes, CNN, they don't care a lot about SEO traffic. They have low, low yeah, audience. Yeah, because they have oh. big brands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's time to build these brands, you know, to write text not only for exactly. Google, for users. Exactly. And yeah. that's why, you know, that's why when you're, when you're hiring and when you're building your content team, you know, it's a really good experiment to think about, uh, you know, is this something that I can write with AI and do I really need this person? Which is what you said in the beginning. I, I really think that mediocre and bad writers are going to be replaced with AI because at least with AI, it's going to be grammatically correct. So it's time for everyone to start up leveling their skills you know us as marketers but also writers as as writers it's not just enough yeah. to speak a little bit of english and and get a job because no one needs that anymore <laughs> they have chat gpt yeah, yeah and even more you know uh, i think uh, gray <laughs> gray writers can get much better results by using ai then exactly, <laughs> mediocre yeah. writers. that, too. that <laughs> so. too because they think you know they know how to do research you know, there's this thing like people making fun of people for going to, to university, to college, like yeah. only idiots go to school. I don't think that's true. You know, uh, obviously I'm not doing what I studied to do, but you learn how to do research. You learn how to figure things out, where to look. And if you know how to do that, you're going to be a great prompter <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if, if you have to be at some point. So, um, yeah, even, yeah, but... even to write these prompts, uh, to edit the results, uh, and yeah, uh, for example, um, I usually uh, speak with ChatGPT even more than with my wife, uh, and I, <laughs> I, I can ask a bunch of questions in one chat. When I can get results, I can quit, <laughs> open new chat, <laughs> ask, and start from the beginning. You know, so yeah. It, it takes time, but uh, I can't do it in another niche. I can do in my niche because yeah, I understand. So exactly, yeah. it's important to have skills. It's important to know how to write because you can't estimate the quality. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I want to ask about mistakes. Uh, I asked before this question, but I, I still get requests about mistakes that we can avoid. So can you list mistakes that companies still do in your experience, especially when we have AI and how to avoid them to find a better way? Uh, you mean when hiring or just generally when publishing content? Uh, I think uh, almost everything like in writing, mm -hmm. creating content, anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just common mistakes. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I think one of the greatest mistakes that companies make, no matter the size, that's funnily enough, is 
uh, you know, leadership teams thinking that they don't need to have content teams to work on their blogs, um, either because they don't trust someone to do it as well as they can do it, or just because they don't think it's important enough to have really good content. Uh, that's a huge mistake because as a business owner, you need to go out, you need to make money. <laughs> uh, you don't have time to sit around and write blog posts because it's not just once a month that you do this. It's not just once a quarter. Uh, you have to be consistently publishing if you want to be considered any type of authority. And you may be an authority, you know, with your expertise and everything, but no one knows that. So um, that's kind of my number one tip. Just don't do it yourself. Hire people to do it. Uh, you know, supplement them with enough documentation that even though they may not be at your level in terms of expertise, they can consume the documentation that you give them and, you know, they can learn just like how you learn. Uh, so that's number one. Number two is using purely AI, unedited AI. Everyone can tell it's AI. It's so obvious. Uh, you know, there are so many tells that ChatGPT has, uh, so many phrases that it keeps repeating over and over again that when I see them, I just X out of the article immediately because I don't want to read that. I know it's going to be the same as 90% of other AI-generated articles. If you are using AI, I highly recommend hiring a really good editor who can make it sound more human. Um, just do it. <laughs> I don't care if you publish with AI, just get an editor. <laughs> get an editor to do it. Um, and the third thing I think uh, the third big mistake is, um, unfortunately, again, with business owners not realizing that when they say they want, you know, huge, massive SEO traffic and they think they can get it for pennies, you can't. <laughs> you need to invest, unfortunately, money uh, or you need to invest your time. It's either one of those things, but time is also money. So um, if you want good SEO results, I'm sorry, you're going to have to spend money to make money. It, it's just the way it works. It's the same with any type of marketing that you do. Yeah, awesome. You just got to do it. Um, awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. And, uh, you know, in marketing, it's important to test. And I tested on yeah. this podcast episode. I wrote uh, the text description with short sentences. And right now, uh, I don't know, I, I'm confusing because I have audience and um, usually during the podcast, people are leaving, but uh -huh. not leaving. And I don't know, it's okay. because of the text or because of you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a new headache. I need to think. <laughs> nice. Probably, probably bo both <laughs> mix. Well, I love everyone that's here. Thank yeah. you, guys. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, let me know. Just uh, send me the message yeah. <laughs> because of Gordana, yeah, because the of text. Or... Yeah, there is. I need to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I like your positive mindset. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, right now, I want to ask about uh, your experience. Um, yeah, I asked this question before, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's very important to know how to start from scratch because I usually get mm -hmm. great results with customers who understand what I do. And I found yeah. when people don't know, it's hard to get results. Uh, for yeah. example, if you want to lose weight and you can find the best nutrition, the best coach you you can't without understanding why you need to eat healthy food to train to drink water it's the same with marketing yeah you need to understand how yeah. marketing works how to write text and i know uh you 
don't use link building. Wow. Uh, to have million yeah. traffic without link building, impressive. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. So tell if someone needs to get the basic, what to do today if we have AI. Uh, yeah. So if you're starting from scratch, scratch, uh, let's say you have a business, any type of business, and you know you want to grow massive or getting traffic. Uh, the first thing I would do is just even before you publish a single word, go on Facebook, go on LinkedIn, go on Instagram, TikTok, wherever your audience is, and start posting there. Start building your brand there. Uh, and don't stop doing that forever. <laughs> just keep building your brand because that's going to help massively with everything that you do. Uh, the second thing, you know, either um, ask someone or, you know, look for for advice online on how to get started with seo it's usually there are a lot of courses out there i don't recommend any of the courses um some of them are probably amazing but i'm you know not 100 sure exactly what is suitable for what person so i'm not going to recommend anything but there are a lot of courses out there there are a lot of people out there on linkedin on facebook who talk about seo and how to do it um and just start learning from them join the communities start asking questions be curious and you know start with one writer you don't have to have a huge team all you know from the get-go to get good results um you know when we started working with with the client that we got to 1.5 million they were i don't know they had some very very low 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 traffic we worked with freelance writers and we were publishing maybe 10 articles or 10 or 15 articles a month for the first couple of months. So you really don't have to go huge. You don't have to scale immediately. You can go slow. You can, you know, learn things. Uh, or if you have the budget, just hire an agency to do it, yeah. uh, which is probably the easiest thing because then you don't have to do anything. You can focus on actually making money and building the business and, um, you know, just getting getting more customers, more clients. So, but if that's not the option, uh, there are a lot of services out there. Uh, you know, we even offer those guided kind of services for, for someone who's new uh, to just spend, I don't know, six months with you to build a whole system so that it can run on its own. Um, so there are options, definitely. You just gotta, you know, you just gotta start with a Google search <laughs> or a TikTok search, yeah. wherever you are. <laughs> Nice, valuable, valuable tips. Um, one more solution, guys. If you wanna improve your writing, you need to follow Gordana on social media ah, to keep learning it. because you can see a lot of valuable insights. So I, I, I follow. I recommend to anyone to follow too because you can keep learning Thank to you. improve, to update what you have. Tell the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Yeah, uh, well, like you said, LinkedIn is a good place. I know I have a weird last name, but, uh, you know, I can maybe rebrand, like share, kind of just Gordana. I don't know. Uh, LinkedIn is a great place. I post there almost every day. Um, we also do have a community on Facebook. It's called Fat Graph Content Ops. It's a pretty great group, around 10,000 marketers, SEOs, founders. So everyone is kind of helping each other over there. Um, our YouTube channel. Um, content distribution you can find us there and i just recently started posting on tiktok uh so that's so new <laughs> but it's also content distribution so find us there as well 
and uh yeah just reach out send me a message i would love to, to you know to chat with uh with everyone and if anyone needs any help i would i would love to help you guys um you know i reached out to people at the beginning of my career as well and people helped me so i definitely want to give them back uh so yeah let's be friends oh nice nice yeah um <laughs> i follow you on linkedin i don't follow on tiktok Same yeah because because you know uh, uh, tiktok is like so new <laughs> we just started posting uh, a couple of videos yeah, yeah, but it's so easy to grow yeah yeah uh, it, but it's another reason tiktok learned my mind i don't know how but tiktok knows what content i can't stop everything. watching yeah. so and i love it, <laughs> yeah. I, love it. <laughs> I don't know i don't even find. care about the data i don't know how it does it has the best algorithm i've seen in my yeah. life honestly congrats to those guys they did a really good job i'm never going to delete that yeah <laughs> and i removed for a while because i need to focus what i i yeah. need to do so yeah i'll I'll get back i'll get back and uh, we'll try another way i don't know how to fight with this yeah. media, but what i like on tiktok LinkedIn, um, yeah yeah you, you don't need to promote anything on linkedin you need on facebook you need but on tiktok just create content you know and exactly that's yeah. my favorite part and and you will naturally find your audience because the algorithm is just so good i found crazy good advice like marketers seos people like that you have no idea what i found on tiktok it's amazing uh i'm promoting yeah. tiktok way too hard <laughs> but awesome. it's it's such a good platform i love it yeah nice nice we're done it's a big pleasure thank you thank you so much for thank sharing your time you. all this valuable insights yeah i'm going to an emergency room one more time you know to think how to adapt <laughs> to how to find great writers for seven days guys i recommend to anyone to follow gardana on tiktok on linkedin on uh, you can find all these social media accounts in the description below listen us on apple google spotify and see you next time thanks for listening to this entire podcast Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.